Say hello to my little friends, because the movie men are back in town. Coming at you quicker than Justin Bieber and only slightly less drunk. It's Tony Harrison. Don't ever introduce me by using Justin Bieber. You look like him. What was I supposed to do? Meow. I'm leaving. <laughs> On a break. Good morning. That was the guy meowing like a cat. Yes, indeed. Good. And Mark Stack. Hey, man. Hey, man. Just yeah, get yeah. off your phone. I'm on it. And I'm Callum O'Toole. And now, fellas, following the news that Quentin Tarantino's script oh, for Western movie The Hateful Eight was leaked by some scally ne'er-do-well, what I want to know is, if you were Quentin, how would you punish the chump? Uh, time to a chair and cup here. Oh, oh, I didn't even is... come to you, and that was definitely going to be mine. <laughs> that is damn, Tony, you ass. <laughs> and you really thought on your feet well. That was you turned to a chair and cut his ear off. Yeah. Okay, fine. Do you know what? That could have been such a better, such a better answer yeah. if you planned it, and then you could have like built up to it so elaborately. Yeah, like in the car that. this morning when I was describing to Mark how I was going to use that, <laughs> I was going to say what I'd do is I'd uh, I'd tie a guy, tie the so, guy to a chair, and I'd put on "Stuck in the Middle" by Steeler's Wheel. Yeah, Steeler's Wheel. Yeah, probably the Version. Yeah, yes, yeah. Or just make them watch Death Proof. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ollie? I would um, go to his place of work assuming that he was a waiter. And obviously, if he wasn't, I'd have to make an elaborate point to make him uh, a waiter. And then when he's a waiter, <laughs> go to the restaurant, have a lovely meal, talk with all my friends very loudly how I was definitely going to tip, and then not tip. Oh, good. Uh, that's oh, actually that's really, really good. good. That's much better than yours. But yeah, well, you yours is quick. Yours is snap it. Yeah. This uh, is a business game. You got to be... No. <laughs> no. Sorry. 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 Uh, sorry. Uh, no. Sorry. 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 Where the guy who le uh, leaked the script was the main character. Ooh. Looked like him, had the same name, and then I'd kill him in the most savage and degrading way possible. <laughs> Tarantino would obviously be good at that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, got really a pretty Tarantino stuff. would be in the film and kill him. Like, yeah, 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 obviously. He's got a pretty heinous chef front. in South Park. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What I'd do is, um, I'd. If I was Tarantino, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd also write a film for myself, but what I'd do is I'd make the main character. Quentin Tarantino's cameo character from Django, and I'd make him listen to my awful Australian accent <laughs> for hours. like a five-hour one-man <laughs> show. I was going down to the dingo hole. <laughs> no, make it stop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I saw Skippy the kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On Ramsey Street. <laughs> he was awful. My God. Awful yeah. in the Django. You sound like the, the Simpsons episode where they go to Australia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Give him the boot. My name is Jordan Belfort. The year I turned 26, I made $49 million, which really pissed me off because it was three shy of a million a week. We're making a name for ourselves. Was all this legal? Absolutely not. We were making more money than we knew what to do with. So our new film this week is Wolf of Wall Street. I know it came out like two weeks ago, but we, uh, we've only got time to do this every fortnight, so if you've already seen it, I don't care. <laughs> uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. Scorsese? Yeah. Scorsese. 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 I know it's Scorsese. I'm doing that thing, you know? Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Basinger. Oh, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'll stop that. Uh, it stars Leonardo DC as Jordan Belfort, a self-made billionaire stockbroker whose dodgy dealings keep him in drugs, yachts, and unfathomable amounts of prostitutes. He's a millionaire. millionaire. Until, oh, he's a billionaire, come on. He's a millionaire. Until greed and paranoia get the best of him, and FBI agent Patrick Denham, played by Carl Chandler, starts sniffing around. Further support comes from Jonah Hill as Belfort's right-hand man, Donnie, and Margot Robbie as his wife, Naomi. Oh, God, yeah. She's in it. So pretty much this... <laughs> she is definitely in it. Uh, it's just very, very similar to Goodfellas. In, like, stylistically, it's just... It's like the, it's a very similar length. You have the whole narration, and it's in such the same kind of style mm. that it was done in Goodfellas. Um, Harry, you haven't watched the film? I have watched the film. Yeah, I said Harry having watched the film. Oh, that's how jumpy I was about. Yeah, yeah. I have done it. No, I have done it. you. Put the whip up. Did you think that it was right? Did you think? It was, do you think it was a case of taking influence from it, or do you think it was just a case of man? That's a that's a used theme already. In Scorsese's just been like lazy. Yeah, I'd, probably lazy. I can't imagine he like looked at it and went. No, actually, no. I, I, I don't really understand the question. <laughs> Mark! <laughs> if it's a case of Scorsese being lazy, yes. He probably didn't realise when he was doing it, and then he did it and went, F***, that's a lot like Goodfellas. I've already done this. And then just went, but you know, it's a pastiche, and it could be in the trilogy from Casino and Goodfellas and this, right? That's what I was doing at the time. He got lucky. And they're talking about the fact that he didn't move the camera around very much, and it's because he's old. <laughs> he so doesn't move the camera physically himself. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they were saying about that. They, 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 they do have other guys that do that. Yeah. But like in terms of in terms of being, imagine like, if he had to do everything <laughs> just with the grit, putting it on like two holders. <laughs> guys, I'll be with you in one second. I'll be with you in one second. My, my, back, my back is killing me. Someone hold the camera. Has anybody seen my gaffer? Anyone? No. I don't, but in terms of like, you're right. He's not. He's not. He's not got the like. He's not. He's not. As exciting and youthful as he was, he's just putting a camera in front of people like doing loads of f- drugs. Um, no, that's not true. There's loads of really cool bits in it. There's loads of like mm-hmm. interesting techniques, like the, the amazing shot where he goes over the whole office. Is like the shot I remembered. It sort of gave me chills. There's that shot where it goes forward and then stops and then goes back. The camera, so it's like it's like it's like a swooping shot over the whole office, yeah. then stops and then reverses itself back over the yeah. whole office again. That's pretty. Good. <laughs> the the message of this film. Yeah. Isn't exactly one of the most sort of wholesome and, and good messages, and there's not really a conclusion that sort of says gives it gives a good moral message. Like, what do you think about? Should they have even made this film? Well, I'm trying to word it really so people don't jump in and have an argument with me. Before I saw the film, shut I, up, man. <laughs> before I saw the film, I had I, had, I was I had an argument with someone about the fact that films are allowed to surrender your morals at the door and stuff, and just enjoy it as entertainment. Then, and having watched the film, I'm also not in. I don't need a fairy tale ending. I don't need a film to tell me a moral. But my problem was that there was just no humanity in the whole thing. And the very concept of it, compared to something like Goodfellas, for some reason I really like like the guys in Goodfellas. For this, I just hated all of them. Every single one of them. There was no redeeming features. They were all just a bunch of pricks just doing shit with loads of money <laughs> that they stole from other people. I, had no, I have no idea why I had to sit there for three hours and watch these guys just do some drugs and <laughs> prostitutes. I, did, I, I, felt, I left feeling like slimy and horrible. Oli, does it glorify that lifestyle that you reckon? I saw it. Glamorise... The lifestyle and people have criticised that. Um, however, I, I think there's something to do with directors that have been around being liberated by making modern films. Because take, for instance, our next film, Wall Street. At the time, everyone's like, "Oh wow, it's amazing." They talk about greed and it's debauched, but it's like it's nothing compared to this. So I think loads of directors these days are realising, like, "Oh, what well, we can show birds naked all the time. We can show that much coke. We can show blowing cocaine into a hooker's arsehole. Yeah, let's do it. I've wanted to do that for years, but I can't." 
directors more and more being like, I could, I just, there's nothing to hold back. Whereas before, yeah, you might say it might be in the background or like just more subtle. Where this is like camera, still, vivid, colour. That's a hooker with cocaine in her ass. Yeah. No yeah, I've never seen a guy do cocaine of a hooker's ass in a film before. Like, just I'm not watching the right kind of film. Screen. No, I'm trying to think because I think that actually did happen. Well. <laughs> it, it probably did, but I, I, well, feel, I feel like there's a sense of like maybe it's been liberated <laughs> to really go for it. Um, but, but but you know, people say, "Oh, glamorise it," but you know, Scor- I've heard Scorsese himself and DiCaprio produced it, saying. We're being trying to be honest with the material, and it's about greed, and that's what they were yeah. like. But then, but so then, we but said then about the material, because that, that was a really good point. Say again? About the material. And yeah, I was, yeah, well, my, con- my counterpoint to that is a lot of the material isn't exactly the same, and it is changed. And, and you go through, and there's loads of little changes. You go, oh, there are only little changes, but you add them all up, and it's actually a very different film with different characters. And then you go, if you're making any changes, then you're instantly being artistic. You're going, I'm going to change the material for yeah. what I'm trying to achieve. The second you do that, then then the question, ah, oh, well, what are you trying to achieve, comes yeah. in. But and then on, there's does, no answer. Does it, did anyone think that he's a good person? Does anyone think Hell it's glorified? No. So I don't no, you're right. No one thinks he's a good person. No, but they're true. But you know, they're, they're saying that all the banks in London stuff, they're like having these nights where they celebrate more for Wall Street and they're dancing up in fancy dress. And someone wrote that, like, yeah. doing that yeah. is like a bunch of racists gathering around and watching yeah. 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> no, that's a really good point. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why I don't think it's a morally bankrupt film because it is morally bankrupt. At no point do you think the the guy's a good person. No, one hundred percent. No, maybe look. They hold him up as a hero because he's doing. He's he's making money. So people look at and go, "I want to do that. I want to do that." Yeah, but same as a gangster. What you're saying is same with Henry. What you're saying, same with Henry Hill, Goodfellas. He brings him right down, and you see the crash. Whereas with this, not to ruin the ending, no spoilers, but. It's not. No, no, no. Of, of of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you don't at the end go. Wow, he got his come up and says, "Oh, wow, look what happened. It's so bad." You're just yeah. like, hey, at least they kill all the gangsters. All these guys. They're still alive. I read an interview with the independent. Like when I came out, they did a couple of years. Let's let's talk about Jonah Hill. Do you think like it's obviously he's he's in this film. He's the sort of the right hand man to John Belfort. Do you think he deserves the Academy recognition that he's got from that supporting role? Yeah, I do. Um, he's he's someone that Go on. <laughs> in Moneyball and in in everything I've ever seen him in, I I'm just drawn to him. I think he he does he does a great job in whatever he's he's been given. He could have easily been typecast straight away, and he get he got out of it as quickly as he could. I mean, there's Michael Cera and Christopher Mansplat, Mansplat just using them because they're all in Superbad together. They've sort of got typecast. He can do completely different things. He can do anything now. I think he could probably choose his next role. So, yeah, I think he does deserve it, and I think he, his stock as an actor is probably really up there at the moment. I don't really buy into the whole Johnny Hill thing. I don't, I'm not a fan, but I know everyone else is, so I would just leave it at that. But I just, <laughs> I just yeah, wanted what? to get... Do you point. know what? I, think, I don't do yeah, it. I, I, just don't, I don't think there is that much diversity to what he does. I think, he, think, people th- I think some people find him funny, mm-hmm. and then people are like, oh, I like that guy. He appeals to me as an everyman, and they just transplant me into a role. He's completely so different in this film. Not, like, was, uh, not really. I think he's very similar in this role. He, he just had, does it in a very slightly different from, way. From the start, you could but, tell that the guy was just... He had so much behind him. He was a scumbag. Uh, the other day, Mark, when we went to see 12 Years a Slave a little while back and we saw the post of Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. I said to you, uh, this film with Leo, I kind of want Leonardo DiCaprio to do something a bit different in this film and like, I thought his last few roles have been like not too much of a challenge for him, quite similar. My God, does he do something different in this film? Mm. There's, 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 there's every sort of scene, I think, if you know what I mean. There's, there's him being violent to his wife, there's him being... Broken. There's him being high. There's him being happy. There's him being. There's, there's everything. There's, there's there's amazing scene on the boat with the FBI 
agent who's really good in it. Carl Chandler's amazing. They carry that. They carry that <laughs> scene really well. And there's a point where he switches, and and he he does that throughout his scene. There's a couple of slapstick. Uh, sort of drug trip scenes, which are absolutely amazing. Tell me about the uh, the scene in the country club because that is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> him and Jonah Hill's character take some old drugs, and they take a long time to kick <laughs> in. He goes to the country club to make a phone call, and it all kicks in, and he then has to try and get home, which is about a mile away, and he's got a car, but he literally can't move. He's it's foaming at the mouth. It's, it's one of the funniest. It's so of, funny. I know it's like drug takers who should love it, but it's one of the funniest slapstick scenes I've ever yeah. seen. It was, it was pretty... The, the, the best scene was the... Sorry, you go. I was going to say, if I can make a point, it's just funny how if you had a comedic actor yeah. doing loads of slapstick, you go, oh, that's not very good. Yeah. And then they go do a serious film, whereas yeah. this is a serious actor, now he's done a bit of a slapstick, he's amazing. Yeah. Jim Carrey has been... Bending and twisting his body and doing yeah, those things. Yeah. yeah, if he doesn't dumb and dumber, <laughs> yeah. it's crap acting. It's like brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, let's hit up some reviews. Uh, Mark, I think you enjoyed the most. You start. Oh uh, yeah, I did really, really enjoy it. Um, I'm gonna go pretty high. I'm gonna go eight point six. Eight point six. I like the one you gave twelve I've years of slate. Nah, I can't remember. That was nine. Tony, uh, the car all the shit and made it like an hour and a half long with all the good stuff it would be like it would be like eight or nine. But because so they had so much shit, I'm gonna go five. It just it. pissed me off. So five. <laughs> Oh, look, some guy does drugs. To be fair, an hour and a half in, I was thinking, how are they going to keep this up for another hour and a half and keep me interested? Because I was getting a bit bored. But then and the boy, se- did they not. <laughs> well, I thought the second half actually got a lot better. You're right, the second half was The second half picked oh, I loved up. It. I loved With the FBI, the FBI thing in there. Um, 7.3. I don't know why I gave it that, not 7.2 or 7.4, but Speak 7.3. Speak your mind, that's good. It's right. not outrageously yeah, good. It it's, 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 it's enjoyable, but it's way too long. It's not I thought there were... I thought there was a, a bit of subtlety that makes it an almost a curious look at the American condition and obsession with greed and money. I thought that was there a little bit more than we were saying with the whole moral bankruptcy thing. And even though I walked out of it going, it's no good, fellas, it was so fun and I'd definitely watch it again. And I keep feeling that, so I cannot help but give it like an 8.2 because I'd watch it tomorrow. Yes! 8.2. Yeah, I'd, watch it. I'd watch it again watch Blow instead. I'd watch it again. I'd watch that tomorrow, yeah. after, maybe before. <laughs> you want to come watch Blow with me? <laughs> after 15 years in storage, the lemons had developed a delayed fuse. It took 90 minutes for these little fuckers to kick in, but once they did, pow. I mean, I had skipped the tingle phase and went straight to the drool phase. These little bastards were so strong, I discovered a whole new phase, the cerebral palsy phase. Tony, get fast and get furious, my man. I was going to say, because... Preferably three times. I've, no, yeah, but I've seen, I was watching so many bad trailers that I put more together, so there's a lot more than three. Yeah, what? come on. Yeah. What's like six fast. There is, I think there's like a, there's not, there's eleven. No, there's not eleven. I think there's like nine. Nine. Okay. I'm not giving you ninety seconds. No, Actually, I'm, I'm give right. me, give me thirty seconds to do nine. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> you do nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, That's how bad seconds. they are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how bad okay. they are. This okay. is gonna be brilliant. Are they all shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you three. I'll give you thirty seconds on the clock. So three. Two, one, go. Okay, first one is Godzilla. Literally does exactly what it says in the tin. Monuments Men is World War Ocean's Eleven. The Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise is Groundhog Day meets every other Tom Cruise film. <laughs> Robocop, give a <laughs> Maleficent, Angelina Jolie stars alongside a lot of CGI in a sequel to Snow White-ish is pretty much that. <laughs> Sabotage, Arnold Schwarzenegger killing a bunch of guys with just different types of guns. <laughs> Seven Sun, the film with Jeff Bridges would definitely would have fired his agent for making him do it. Remember Divergent from last week, it's just that only with a guy. <laughs> Noah is Russell Crowe and Darren Aronofsky, that's it. Yeah. Oh god, that was so Amazing. good. Amazing. There's your 30 seconds. Noah. What kind of guns? Honestly, I saw the trailer and I was just I was crying. How does it happen? I watched the trailer and I watched it like I watched it, I watched Robocop.
Robocop and just... Ugh. The Robocop and, trailer was like... Um, I saw like an extended one. I don't know. It really reminded me of... iRobot and... Yeah. The original Man. Robocop. I think they should start doing this thing where they give nah, Samuel Jackson... Really. They should put. Really they should like... put how much Samuel Jackson made for the film on the poster and you can see how good the film will be. <laughs> It's like obviously he just picked up a paycheck and just was just shit. No, no, I don't think it looks that bad though. No, that's what I mean. No, no, looks good actually. Yeah. But by that no, point, no, I've been so I've been so terribly disappointed. Yeah. Tell me about that more. No, looks no, no is is Darren Aronofsky. So it's um the guy who made the wrestler, which is insane, and then Black Swan, which is yeah. which is just as good. And it's um Russell Crowe pretty much on form. Yeah. And he basically they're taking the Noah myth as like Noah and the whale. Yeah, knowing the whale. The story no, of how no. knowing the whale became the worst band ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then we just started like really, really. It's got really good people music. in it. Who so knowing the whale? <laughs> no. Yeah, Noah's got um, Noah's got Hermione, who is just, just really hot. Yeah, she's great. She can one of those actresses that doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter what she says. And um, Ray Winston, who is also the same, really hot. Don't really hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they've got um, I'm Jennifer Connelly because she just works well with Russell Crowe. Beautiful mind. I just want to see it because it's not, it's not like every twelve years. Yeah, yeah. it's Darren Aronofsky and it's the Noah story. Yeah, which is really it's Darren Aronofsky out of his comfort zone. Story. He got a load of animals and put them on a boat. That's not that interesting. I'm pretty interested right there. Also, does anyone? I don't know why this came to my head, but do you remember when you did Three Fast Three Furious and did RAPD? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? The rest of it. After having panned it. Imagine if we had that power. Variety were like, oh god. Imagine if the fan had that much power <laughs> to, to influence that. Don't make this movie. Stock is plummeting. When it hits 18, buy it all. Something big is going down. I want to know where he goes and what he sees. I want you, pal, to fill out the missing picture. Mr. Gecko, that's not exactly what I do. Well, you can trade your honor. I can lose my license. That's inside information. For power. This week's archive film, keeping on the dirty scoundrel banker theme, is Wall Street from 1987. Directed by Oliver Stone, so most of it's probably made up. Uh, Charlie Sheen stars as a young wannabe stockbroker trying to make his way in the brutal world of Wall Street. After impressing the financial world's biggest swinging dick, Gordon Gecko, played by Michael Douglas, he's catapulted into Gecko's world, which is both beyond his wildest dreams and completely bereft of morality. So Harry should have a good time reviewing this one. Mm. John C. McGinley, Daryl Hannah and Charlie's dad, Michael Sheen, all lend support. Ollie, how, on a scale of one to... Eddie Murphy meets Rick Astley. <laughs> How 1980s was this film? <laughs> Rick Astley. <laughs> Rick Astley. As in, it would go through and go throughout the whole film. This I put it on Jason Donovan. Throughout the whole film, this is going through my head. Strangers to love. <laughs> in my head. So, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I. It's all that. Rick it's Astley so funny, like, you know when they do like, the shot over the 80s. city? It was like that episode of uh, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when they do the shot over the city and it's like, Instead of like it's like some I don't know either strings or some someone making some like, that, like weird sounds. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's someone in a room with a with a <laughs> Yamaha keyboard. Yeah. That is it. These things will never age. With like a, a bongo sound. Back hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, so this F sharp and then F sharp. And a skinny tie. Daryl Hannah was just walking around ruining films for everyone. <laughs> why was she so big in the eighties? She was. One. She was the most. Do you know why? Do you know why? She's the most eighties. Looking woman, I've she had the shoulders to actually yeah. fit the shoulder pads. Yeah. That's the reason. And the hair was. She's in Splash, which is better than the Splash we have these days, to be honest. <laughs> That's much better. Anyway. Yeah, but Daryl Hannah. I thought it was a man in drag. I thought, I, I actually initially. Yeah. I had that feeling. <laughs> I did. I did. I At first, I thought it was like a man in drag character, and it was like, 
like a Jared yeah, Leto. Yeah, like, this like, is an odd plot twist. If you compare, if you compare Darren Hannah to Jared Leto in Dallas, in Dallas Cowboy, where <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas, 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 Dallas Cowboy. That's enough. The Dallas, Dallas Cow- Cowboys <laughs> be the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Compare her to uh, Margot. I can't remember her name. Robbie. Robbie. She's in so uh, in yeah, that, yeah, yeah. just look at the difference in women. That was the eighties. Who's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so hot in the eighties where everyone wasn't attractive. Yeah, like what's that? Would everyone watch that at the time? Be like, God, she's so hot. Is that or is it? Really? I don't know. Anyway, let's well, bring this back. Let's bring this back. Oliver Stone's overall message in this film: bankers are bad. Did anyone get it? Did anyone get the message? But was there anything more to the film that you picked up from it watching it? Was there anything more you thought? Charlie Sheen's a bad actor. Oh come on! I thought it was good. Watch what's that film? He's awful in it. That John C. McGinley is like. Dr. Cox. No, I, I watched the film going, no, yeah, yeah. I watched it going, no wonder no, Cox uh, is pissed off all the time he's busy being a stockbroker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just Dr. Cox. What's up, buddy, buddy? <laughs> yeah, he did it first. He did it first. So you're saying Scrubs is all like a big scam? Well, I'm saying in the, the, obviously, obviously the maker of Scrubs was like, you know your character in that, I was wicked, do that. Yeah, do that and scrub yeah. a bit, Doctor. Yeah, but even in because Seven, when he's like the head of the SWAT team, he's still that. a bit like that. Yeah, and he's like that as the guy in... Uh, any given Sunday, he's like a press guy, isn't he, or media guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's but yeah, but really camp. That's why. It's but nice he's still like got that like. So let's yeah. just let's go back to let's go back to Charlie Sheen then, because yeah. I thought he actually did quite a good role of just being a little shit. No, you didn't. No, because it's the whole thing about he's meant to. He's meant to yeah be that like oh young vulnerable oh I want to be I want to get there I want to be a young buck gets a lucky break and then like become what Gecko is but I'm just like you are just reading the lines he's been given to you before this yeah. take it's so empty yeah. and literally I honestly that scene with the old the dad issues I honestly think they wrote that in because it was so boring well, like, because because essentially this film like there's kind of like the battle yeah. between like yeah they're kind of like good and evil on the shoulders really if you look at it exactly you that's Gecko on one side his dad on the other side yeah, it's which like a hard working man he works all his life and pays off in the end it's like that's guy it. gets rich quick sort of thing and yeah. and, his, and his dad seems like a great dad like they go for beers <laughs> like best friends yeah, like lending him money lending him money like the best dad and then all of a sudden you wouldn't know, then it's, I don't know what the line is like what would you know dad about me or being around and honestly I think like what's is it Martin or Martin you were too busy working normal hours and a job and providing money, for our so family and being a wonderful dad playing baseball with me at the weekends to know how I'm feeling uh, it was so yeah. did you ever ask me between pitches dad <laughs> yeah how I'm feeling <laughs> between giving me presents and showering me with love did you ever ask me how I'm feeling like, honestly it was I just thought he was the, the, real, the real question is was this film as good as Wall Street 2 Money and Other Sleep <laughs> <laughs> maybe the question is was any film as good as Wall Street 2 <laughs> and the answer of course is yes yes, yes. every other film yeah. you know that film P- the pinpoint is the only storyline is he loses a million pounds. In the, <laughs> Wall Street 2. Yeah. In, in, a, in reference of any other film, yeah, that could be a storyline because no one has any money. He has so much money. It's like losing <laughs> it's a tenner. Too, yeah. It's like basically a film about me losing a tenner, which I then find. <laughs> yeah, they get it back. Yeah, they like, actually get it back at the end because the geckos are really... I watched it was like, oh, God, I'm so annoyed I watched that. <laughs> Why did but, you watch it? But Gordon, okay, so Gordon Gecko's a nice guy in Wall Street 2. In this... He is like the worst yeah, man you can imagine. He's meant yeah. to embody like the evil of capitalism and greed gone wrong and and he he does carry the film though because he's stand up. Yeah, he's he, brilliant. He, he say well. he does that. No, he, yeah, yeah, he does. He, you know, he acts. It's, it's it's funny. He's like sinister. He's sort of creepy and slimy, but he's sort of like oh, you that's just admire and respect him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. And then he played the does character. See, he does seem <laughs> to have like. <laughs> but, but he, a bit he, of the yeah, exactly. There's some charisma. Like you gravitate to a bit. I didn't gravitate. 
Oh my, I gravitated more towards John C. McGinley. Michael Douglas gets a really bad rep from our generation. Yeah. He's an awesome actor. I think so. And yeah. he's, been in, he's been in some wicked films. He is films. a bit of a dick. But I don't but think... No, he, was also <laughs> in, he, was, he was working in The Game as well. The Game was quite yeah. recent. Before Fight Club, he was amazing. Having said that, I don't think he deserved the Oscar best... I mean, I don't know what the other films were. Maybe he did, but from watching, I didn't think that's an Oscar winning Yeah, before. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was a different film. There hadn't really been a film about the that. Film, I think when everyone around him so shit... I think when the film came out, there was a massive groundswell because it was like that time when, you know... It was like the Reagan era, Wall Street crack, people just making money hand over fist, and everyone was like, this guy yeah. is the worst guy ever, yeah. this is what's wrong with the world. He's playing it. Yeah. So it was like a buzz theme. Yeah, okay. And he, you know what I think he, he well. could fit into, you could have put him in Wolf of Wall Street. It's like, some, yeah. I mean, he was I a great character. Matthew McConaughey is like sort of character at the start. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, he is that. And Belfort really is, he is Buddy and Gecko. He's Buddy at the beginning, becoming Gecko. He's not Gecko, though. No, he becomes Gecko. No, because he looks after Donnie. He's he just doesn't, not as he old. doesn't want Donnie done over. He does actually. He does he enjoy helping other Donnie people. Donnie doesn't equate to Buddy whereas, at all. But he, he enjoys looking at, like, Jordan yeah, Belfort yeah. enjoys helping he wants, other people. He wants, to share, he wants to rise with those people. Yeah, True, he does. Yeah, he wants well, to bring people up, whereas Gordon Gecko well, is like... There we like, go. There's even more no. level of character to Belfort, because the point, there is that side to him, that he wants to care, and he thinks somehow he's doing a nice thing, and he is vulnerable, and he, and he oh, does yeah, love his he wife. He's got his buddies in because he trusts them. No, but but what, what, what I'm saying is there's actual layers there, where, where, which is why I don't think that's a bad thing about mm. Belfort, that he's got those layers to him. Do you not find it slightly refreshing to have a character in Hollywood who is just that one-dimensional and there is actually not a moral dilemma going on him because Hollywood does try and create all these characters definitely refreshing yeah yeah when he does that line about love the great myth yeah, yeah. that's like saying like, oh, you can't say that but, it's it's the, like the, uh, but yeah so I agree I don't think no, no, again, no, I'm not good. ragging on Gecko at all he's, I'm just he's saying the great actually, crap. he's great and actually to be honest I was I enjoyed I enjoyed what I was watching it was it was good but there was there was bits of it where I was like uh, maybe it's just because it's dated because it's from the, the 80s maybe it's from the stone yeah. but there's bits where you know when he first gets in the car with Daryl Hannah and he's at, at, at the I start, don't think that's actually her at the start yeah it is, is at it? the start yeah, he's got I morals I can't remember if it was her or but not. for instance that scene at the start he's got morals mm-hmm. and they they sort of go a bit too quickly a bit too easily and secondly there's too much stuff that's so obvious like she's saying about stocks and he's talking about them like rising up and it's obviously about sex and then he gets in the car with Gordon Gecko and Gordon Gecko goes where did you get this information? Uh, oh no, that'd be inside trading. That'd be illegal. And Gordon Gecko's like, yeah, obviously. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, oh, it's yeah, like, don't that say that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so naive. If the guy was that clever, you mean it's that a bit contrived be... in parts? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bit too yeah. obvious. I don't know whether it's dated. Yeah, it's yeah. be too eighties. Like the eighties was so in your face. But, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point you make that, that explains that is like saying that because of the time that was. <laughs> That was pioneering, and it was like no one was doing that about Wall Street. So maybe that's why you felt you had to be that obvious. But it's still pretty. But obvious. to be fair, it's great. It, it tackled <laughs> it tackled a subject that had never really been tackled before. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. So which is why it's a good. It's a good film. Yeah. yeah. Joy. Cool. Let's say the, this is a Gals given up. Gals is in. Cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Head down, hands up. playing like Angry Birds or something. Playing Snake Five. I don't even know if that exists. Uh, ratings. Harry, hit out of 10, gone. Three. You're talking about Wall Street 2? <laughs> no, Wall Street 2 was what? Minus this one three gets three. is ridiculous. Oh. You're in such a bad mood tonight. <laughs> He's in a great mood. You five Ollie. for Wolf of Wall Street. So I had to give this three. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more than um, one. <laughs> I thought it was enjoyable and purely for Gecko and his amazing lines, but it's not an outstanding film. It's not made that well. 6.5. Super fun. What? Uh, do you know what? I was thinking very similar. I'm going to go six. It was 
pretty average. Stop eating cold <laughs> crackers. <laughs> Six. I'm gonna give it straight up seven. I think straight up seven. Just slightly above average. Yeah, I think I think it's, I think it was decent. Gecko was great, but like yeah. yeah. I, I having actually chatted about it more as like it's gone slightly down in my estimation because you're all terrible. If you eat that, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. <laughs> if you eat that far away from the microphone, ah, that fell out his mouth. Oh, <laughs> I know what this guy's all about. Greed. There is no nobility in poverty anymore, Dad. Greed is good. Greed works. What makes you tick, Bud? The fear of being poor. That's all gonna change. So I'm catching the express. All right, Mr. Gecko, you got me. Ollie, challenge us. Challenge us good. That's ski Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> Ollie's challenge. Um, okay. So, in an homage to Gordon Gecko, the okay. legend of Wall Street, um, today we'll be playing Gecko or Echo. <laughs> because. It was such a, a landmark performance that all all Wall Street, all Wall Street, Gecko or Echo, all Wall Street films since have sort of carried that Gecko esque in all the speeches. Neither of us. Did Gecko say it or did someone else say it? Yeah, so say I'm gonna I'm gonna say five quotes, and and some will be a genuine Gordon Gecko quote from the film. Others will be maybe from other Wall Street films. Maybe I've changed the words so the quote isn't accurate. Is it a genuine Gordon Gecko or is it a Gecko Echo? Are we ready? Um, huh? How are we doing this thing? Ski Sunday. Welcome to Gecko or Echo. But to throw you off the scent, I'll be delivering Prosecco. But that does rhyme. See you later. Um, to throw off the scent, I'll be delivering each quote. Edin in... Jekko. <laughs> Good, Edin Jekko. This will be Gecko or Jekko. Um, things set Jekko. Gecko, Edin Jekko. Something said so in Bosnia. I don't know one word. <laughs> Bosnian, Herzegovinian. Um, but to throw off the scent, I'll be saying each line with a sort of different voice. I love when you do that. Typical, typical me. Yeah, predictable. Please obvious. don't do anything racist. No, to be fair, these are all really average impressions, but I've done Christopher Welkin a thousand times. So. Oh no, he's he's in it. Shit, no, he is in it. No, he's in it. No, no, he's in it. He, he, he's in it. Um, okay, so the first one. This is your first line. Read in the voice of Herbert the pervert from Family Guy. <laughs> Let me get there. <clears throat> okay. Hey, son. Strong arms you have. Okay, super. <laughs> Anybody tells you the money is the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can buy you happiness. Look at the smile on my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, is that a genuine gecko? Gecko. gecko echo? That's an echo. That's from Wolf of Wall Street. I'm going to go with an Ed and Jacko. Ed and Jacko? <laughs> gecko. Gecko? Wolf of Wall Street. It's a gecko echo because it's actually from Boiler Room. Oh, oh yeah. Ben H H Affleck says it. Oh. Look at the smile on my fucking face. Doesn't sound like that at all. I liked it when um, you said it was the other guy. Mm. Fucking face. Fucking face. Okay, the next um, one will be read in the voice of Christopher Webb. <laughs> of course. Of course. Let me just get there. <laughs> pineapple. I like to eat it. Okay, um, here we go. Number two. I'm up to my ass in more nuts than the fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can do it better, I can do it better. <laughs> my mum makes I'm up to my ass in more nuts than the fruitcake. So what's that? Gordon Gecko or Gecko Echo? That's Gecko, definitely. 
Oh, I watched it the other day, but I'm going to go with the Prosecco. Uh, gecko. It's Gecko. Mm. Add up your points, guys. I get seven. Okay, number oh, three. No. Again, I've done this before. Red as Arnie. <laughs> okay, that's not let me get there. Okay, um, Bodybuilding. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> you do it. You do it. Could be harder. Okay. Um, if this guy owned the funeral parlor, no one would die. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I know that as well. Gordon it's Gecko, Gecko Echo. That's a G Echo. It's a Gecko. It's a great line as well. It's a fart. Yep. It's a Gecko. It's a Gecko. That's my favourite line in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Number four. Red as. Um, Maximus Decimus Meridian. Yeah, Father to a murdered son, mother to a murdered wife. <laughs> mother to a murdered wife? Mother to a murdered wife. And I'm a reader. Why does that work? <laughs> mother to a murdered wife. Father to a murdered mother. I'm so drunk. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> when, I got help, when I get hold of the son of a bitch who licked this, I'm going to tear his eyeballs out. I'm going to suck his fucking skull. Father to a murdered son. That's not Gecko. I don't know who it is, though. What is it again? So, what are you doing? You're saying Echo. When I get hold of the son of a bitch who licked this, I'm gonna tear his eyeballs out. I'm gonna suck his fucking skull. I could. No, that could be Wolf. And I will have my vengeance. On Wall Street. It's not I'm thinking Wolf. Wolf. I'm thinking Wolf. I'm thinking cool. something really obscure. Say it now. Ed and Jekka. This doesn't sound good. Ed and Jekka? Uh, I don't know. But Gecko or not Gecko? Gecko. <laughs> no, Gecko, sorry. Definitely not Gecko. It's Gordon Gecko in about the fourth last scene. It is, but unfortunately the line is I'm gonna suck his fucking. Oh no, his skull. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gecko. There you go. Yeah, it's well Gecko. Done. I was going to replace Skull with Brain, but I didn't do that. <laughs> so that wouldn't have been anything. You can't just make no, it one up yourself. Because it's an echo. Because that when you say echo, 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 echo. I thought you said it had to be in another film. Echoes or, don't or, change or, when you or, say them. Or you just made it up. No, no, no. Exactly I said another film. Echo is just a repeating of the other word. <laughs> no. Say, let's say, take a word. Imagine if you said something and you heard the echo. It's like, hello. No, but it changes. You say blue, blue, ooh, ooh. Ends up being ooh. I remember watching The Grinch with you when we were about 11 and we both thought it was so funny that he said, he was like, the echo insulted him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still obviously found that really good. I have carried that all the way through. Yeah, I was just covering uh, my head. <laughs> so that's it. I'm not even going to do the last one. Why did you do the last one? Because it's, it's like a, another shoddy impression. It's the decider. Your impression is very good. Done as uh, Brian Madondi from Face Jacket. Can you change it now and do it as... Um, Danny Dyer. Do it as Professor Snape, please. Yeah. I, 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 I can't no, do it as No, do it as the character he played. Do it as Alan Rickman in Love Actually. Classic fraud. Yeah, but I can't even do it. No, just do it now. Just carry on. Say I'm classic fraud. Carry on with the same <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I've been a classic fool. How can I be secure? <laughs> You're amassing wealth beyond all measure. No. Brilliant. And what's beyond measure? That's a sickness. That's a trap. There is no measure. Good. Only greed. You classic fool. <laughs> it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, Chippen is a good Rickman. Does it? Um, I don't think that is. It's not Gecko though. I don't think it is Gecko. Because it, it sounds like he feels bad about having money. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is it more treat? Two mm. money never no. sleeps. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's saying there's no measure, only greed. So he's saying get more. Uh, anyway, it's from oh, Glengarry, Glen Ross. Ah. Glengarry, Glen Ross. You should have done it in the start of Glengarry, Glen Ross. I know, I just haven't seen it. You have you seen that great bit in um, when Harry and Zach and Miriam make a borno? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, um, so what are you doing? He's like, I, I'm an actor. He's, in fucking movies? In fucking movies. Oh, anything I'd seen? Uh, anything with an all male cast. Oh, like Glengarry Glen Ross? <laughs> More like Glen and Glary suck Ross's penis and dump their balls in his eager mouth. <laughs> 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 Except goes, 
Is that like a sequel? <laughs> I get, no, more of a reimagining. <laughs> but, but, but with less females. Actually, no females. He goes, okay, I apologize in advance if this is really rude. Are you gay porn? <laughs> you're so good. You're Rogan's amazing. Yeah, you're oh, it's very good. so So, Marky Mark, what's been happening in the world of film this week? Um, some news. Some, <laughs> I don't... I think Excellent. This, I think this is bad news. Some news has Go happened. On. Guy Ritchie <sighs> is in advance talk to direct the first instalment of a six-film franchise that will tell the story of the legend of King Arthur. <sighs> Why is Guy Ritchie directing that? Like, no, that should be like, you know, J.J. Abrams. So Michael I like Bay. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah but should, like... Yeah, so do I. Does that sound like the kind of film he should so do? So he shouldn't do that. He like, did all right with Sherlock. King like Arthur, Sherlock. the twat, yeah. has left his f***ing <laughs> sword in his <laughs> leg. <laughs> and if he, if he isn't playing... You should be. <laughs> um, yeah, much more interesting news. The Raptor cage from Jurassic Park goes on eBay for $100,000. That is very interesting. Let's get bidding. Should we all chip in? Let's get bidding. I can't see how that wouldn't be useful. We'll have a whip round. We could use it a lot for Blighted Productions, for sure. We, 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 yeah, we have about 100 listeners. And this scene. So yeah. if uh, all of them throw in £1,000... <laughs> Who would like to own 1% of a and, metal box? You sound like General Melford. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pretty close to cracking... I, I've... Developed a way to create a Velociraptor. How? I've got a piece of amber with a mosquito <laughs> in it. That's how they did it in the film. It's it yeah, works, right? There's a, there's it's a, like factually correct. Yeah, but there's a process. I'm pretty sure there's a process after that. You don't just see the little DNA. You just, you don't just, you just water it, it out, and then a Velociraptor You inject it out and you put it in an egg. It's like That's a Tamagotchi. It's sort of like press a few buttons. Did you not watch Jurassic Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yes. We've covered so the 90s now, haven't we? Yeah, he, he extracts it out with a little thing, and then he just has a raptor, so I reckon I'm going to do that. I can't find anywhere else to put this now, and we really should have brought it up earlier, but as, a, as an addendum cage. to the news. Addendum. It's not really news. I don't know what that means. Shut your mouth. I'll stick it in your addendum. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill got paid $60,000. Yeah. $35,000. Well, I heard $60,000. I thought $60,000, $35,000. Yeah, they, they, they did it. It was all independent. Yeah, to get it Well, to get it, eight, to get it 18, they had to not go to the normal people. They had to get it from yeah. like a collection. Oh, people. I wonder who they borrowed the money off. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Yeah, also yeah. probably Jordan Belfort. That's that's that's. No, that's no, no, no. But Liam, I've got a million, million dollars. I was just worked out why the film got made. Yeah. You mean? So I, let me understand this, because I, you know, maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny. How? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just. You know how you tell a story. What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> you motherfucker. I almost had him. I almost had him. And it's also Mark who has our top five this week. What are you bringing to oh, the table, Marcus? Oh, these are just the best films, but... The theme is the top five rise and falls of characters. Very good. Mm. You know, obviously because of... Geordie. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Geordie B. 
Although his fall isn't that dr- dramatic, it's still. It's quite dramatic. A helicopter falls off his yacht into the ocean. It's quite dramatic. Material rising fall. Oh, yeah, he yeah. does fine. Okay. Yeah, he's still he's still pretty rich. Okay, number five. I'm going to go for. It's quite hard to order these. They're all great films. All great stories. Number five is Denzel Washington. It's Frank Lucas, an American oh, gangster. Oh, what mm-hmm. film? No, this is your film. Mm-hmm. I love that film. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah, 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 I can't ah, wait till Harris suggests <laughs> ET for a rise and fall. He rose in the bike, and then the bike fell down. ET, what was it? Was it taken? But he went. I guess the Earth's captured him. Surely someone ET has a rise and fall. Such a good line. it's just you're a ridiculous man. A lot of gangsters, actually. Just thinking about it. Always rising and falling. But they do. They do. They do. Number four. I'm gonna go for. Daniel Plainview. Oh, Plainview, Plainview. In yeah. There Will Be Blood. I hate that movie, I but I love it's that a good film. Is that Daniel Day-Lewis? I haven't one seen, of the most, seen it. Haven't one seen of it. the most boring it's films not, I've not, ever sorry. seen. Not, I'm going to go for next Henry Hill in, of course. in Goodfellas. <laughs> oh. It could easily be number one. Number one that but movie is amazing. Should be num- yeah. That's number three. Funny so, how. You know. Funny <laughs> how. Funny how. <laughs> well, like I'm a clown, like I amuse you. No, I'm like You make guys laugh. Really You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> face so easy. Like, he's scary in that. And the uh, guy goes, hey, you used to shine my shoes. You're taking your fucking shoes and he kills him with a... Oh, he's just... Yeah, uh, Number two, could also used to be number one, any of these could be number one, is Jake Lamont a Raging Bull. Ah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> cool. He loses his shit. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> he's tough. a fat guy. He really does. He deserved an Oscar for that, I think. Did he not win it? Nope. Did he's he only won one, four... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> not not the ones you'd think. Are we talking about here? Uh, De Niro. Yeah, he won Best Supporting for <laughs> Good, uh, Godfather Part 2. He won Best Supporting Actor. That's true, yeah. He, he, won, he won Oscar for Agent Ball. No, ah, sorry, I mean Scorsese didn't win Oscar for Agent Ball. Ah, he won for The Departed. I, I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, De Niro I, did win it for Agent Ball. Hold my hands up and say. Do you know who I lost out? Why Taxi Driver lost out the best film, too? Rocky. Rocky. Because Rocky's amazing. Best film. Are you serious? Rocky won Best Film in the Oscars. Number one is. Gladiator. No, you've all got to guess this. The biggest rising ball of, of all time in a film. <sighs> Tom Hanks and Big. John Hammond in Jurassic Park. Well, when, when, <laughs> when, I, when, I watching, uh, <laughs> when I was watching, when I was watching, Wolf of Wall Street. Jaws there's a part. Jaws. There's a part towards the end where he cuts open his sofa and gets a bag of coke. Oh yeah, 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 Scarface. Scarface. That is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's definitely a nod to Scarface as the biggest rise and fall film of all time because mm. you see it from the very beginning to the end. Right. And he f- loses and it. he dies. <laughs> also, he shows his heavy line. coke. He gets savagely shot by like a thousand. Yeah, people. see, I've no, I've never seen coke on screen before. And he yeah, falls. Yeah, but it's he not falls like, down yeah. into a into his like multi million pound. Yeah, that man was pretty having, having killed him with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> he exactly. didn't blow coke up and up and cook his asshole. And it's not the best film. Not on screen, list, but it yeah. is such a classic rise and fall. So there's number one. Who's got any alternatives? Uh, Harry. I have an honourable mention though. I'll go on. Because it's a slightly different film. <laughs> but it is to. Uh, My it's a real life I'm one. sleeping here. It's a real <laughs> life one. It's, Not uh, anymore. Walk the line. That's a real uh, uh, Nah, because he rises again. Yeah, yeah, but oh, so in the film he rises fall. and falls. And, uh, yeah, we'll just have him. But this is life, just yeah. rise and fall. Yeah, but that's, a, that's allowed. It's still a rise and fall. It doesn't matter if he rises uh, again. Jesus rose again. Jesus is what? one. 
Jesus. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Passion, yeah, passion According Christ, to this guy. Briggs and Murdo. So he says. So he claims. <laughs> so <he> <laughs> I think, yeah. You could say about so many films, Rope. but still. Beauty and the Beaten. <laughs> Twas beauty that killed <laughs> King Kong? King Kong had a big role as a boy. Yeah, we wrote some problems on Broadway. Then <laughs> you don't hear nothing about him anymore. <laughs> That's true. All the dogs and Reservoir Dogs. Um, <laughs> that film about dogs. All the dogs. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I know I'd go from rags to riches. To me. Being a gangster was better than being president of the United States. If you're still listening, then good job for surviving the last catastrophic however long this event turns out. <laughs> Please share to all your friends Ten and make minutes. us look much more popular than we actually are. And look out for our recommendations for films of the week on Twitter. See you later, Mark. Oh, see you later, Carl. Ollie. See you soon, guys. And Tony. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Who's Tony? And remember, kids, as Gordon Gecko says, weed is good. Is that right?